Hello and welcome to Hank's Place. We've been pointing out that the cross has changed everything and it's all for the good. Today's message is so freedom inspiring, my friends, that I'm concerned that your head may explode if you're locked into performance-based religion and you don't realize it. Are you ready for the challenge? Good. Okay, let's think about the Gospels. Where is the cross in the Gospels? Why, it's near the end of each one, right? Now think. That means that all of what you read in the Gospels until the very end are events that have happened under the law. Jesus was born, lived, and died under the law. So, when Jesus spoke, it was to people who were under the law. I'm emphasizing this for a reason, friends. Keep in mind that the gospel is the good news of the grace of God that would come after Jesus did his marvelous work at Calvary. Let's look at an example of this grace from Calvary. Now, be careful. I don't want your heads to explode. We look at Matthew chapter 6, verses 14 and 15. There, Jesus says, If you forgive others for their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions. You read that and you see that God's forgiveness is quite conditional. Conditional upon your forgiveness of others first. When Jesus spoke those words which came before the cross, they were totally true. But we are living after the cross, my dear friend. So let's read Paul's words in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 13. There he says, When you were dead in your transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive together with him, having forgiven us all our transgressions. Do you see? We were forgiven while we were lost, while we were dead in our sins, while we were sinners, before there was any mention of conditionality about our forgiving others. Friend, <laughs> we were forgiven because of the grace of God, because of Jesus' work at Calvary. Consider too Colossians 3 and verse 13. Bearing with one another and forgiving each other, whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Now, do we have to forgive first in order to be forgiven, or are we already forgiven? If we lived before the cross, we would have to forgive first. Because we live after the cross, all right, you forgive in overwhelming thankfulness at knowing that you yourself have already been forgiven. Before the cross, forgiveness was something God would do if we did our part first. After the cross, forgiveness is something that God gives. It's a gift by God's grace, something for us to receive.
The gospel is good news, you see, declaring what God has done for us, not what we must do to satisfy God. Do you see? <laughs> All right. Understand, you are already forgiven, my dear believing friend. So give a shout out, a hallelujah to Jesus. Now, get rid of any condemnation that you may be experiencing and receive that gift of forgiveness. Just receive it. Then, in gratitude and overwhelming joy, forgive others, all who you've held on against. Let it go, because you've been forgiven. Share that forgiveness with others, all right? And come alive. <laughs>